here's a story from the world. We begin our coverage for the week in Africa, in Sudan. For the past two years, military and civilian leaders were part of a power-sharing government. The goal was to move beyond the 30-year rule of dictator Omar al-Bashir that ended in 2019. But today, Sudan's armed forces seized control. The U.S. State Department is calling for the civilian-led government to be restored. It's also pausing $700 million in aid for Sudan. The world's Africa correspondent Halima Gakandi reports. The relationship between Sudan's civilian and military side has been tense from the start over the future direction of the country and the country's resources. Today, those tensions reached a turning point when the military arrested top civilian leaders, including Prime Minister Abdullah Hamduk and Khalid Omar Youssef, the cabinet affairs minister. I spoke with Youssef's advisor, Abdulmonim Al-Jaq, today. We still don't know any news about the whereabouts of the prime minister, his wife, five of the ministers, and a number of political leaders who were arrested in the early hours of this morning. Al-Jaq tells me he's currently in hiding in Khartoum. He says the military is undermining Sudan's democratic transition. General Abdel Fattah al-Burhan had been part of the power-sharing government. <laughs> In an address on national television today, General Burhan said he was dissolving this government completely for the benefit of Sudan. Jihad Mashamoun is a Sudanese political analyst based in the UK. He says those are the familiar words of a coup leader. Usually when a coup happens in Sudanese history, they always come like this. They say, given the economic situation, the political and insecurity that's happening, we decided as a military to take over the reins of power. Sudan's civilian-led government has been struggling to address widespread economic problems and ongoing political instability. Mashamoun says the military seemed to be trying to take advantage of that, but he says today they've made a big miscalculation. They did not anticipate the people would go out and protest. I believe they anticipated that the people will just be calm because they got tired of the economic crisis. Videos shared online today show thousands of people in Sudan taking to the streets across the country. There have been reports of soldiers firing on crowds of demonstrators. I spoke with Ayman Saeed, who lives in the capital, Khartoum. He's been joining the protests, which he said began as soon as people heard about the coup. All the streets were blocked by stones and uh, people uh, refusing this thing from the military and refusing to be governed by the military people. We lost phone connection shortly after that. The internet and the phone networks across Sudan have been down for most of the day, but Saeed was able to follow up with a text. He told me that it's not the army's job to head the government of Sudan. Give the power back to the people, he wrote. Abdelmanim al-Jaq, the government advisor, says the international community must act against the leaders of the military coup. There is a need for uh, a whole isolation from the international and regional community. Again, it's General Burhan, General Shemeti, and all those who are involved in this coup. 
Al-Jaq says the United Nations needs to impose sanctions on Sudanese generals, and the country should be removed from the African Union. The United States, which has supported Sudan's civilian-led government financially, says it's deeply alarmed about the situation and calling for the release of Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdok. For The World, I'm Halima Gikandi in Nairobi.